Welcome to the podcast where Mercury is always in retrograde. Liz, we're here another another fucking month. It's August and every everything is new again. I've decided. No. <laughs> Stop it. No. Oh, okay. Yeah, we're just restarting everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The passage of time is not real. August is here and it's a blank slate. Now everything is reset, so uh none of my sins can bite me in the ass. <laughs> I love that. I love it. I support it. Thank you. Thank you for I, supporting me in this endeavor. Um I want to be forgotten. I want to stop. <laughs> stop being, perceiving us actually. <laughs> perceiving me. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. August uh no perceptions at all. <laughs> no perception August. Uh yeah, great I, shit. I love love to see it. Yep. Uh yeah. August. Liz, I what? had a fucking <laughs> like I literally was laying in bed the other night and you know what kept me up was the fact that August is here. And you know yeah. what that means? We're another month closer to November. November being NaNoWriMo. Oh my god. <laughs> We're close. We are so close. NaNoWriMo, Dude, like, uh, No Nut November, I don't celebrate, oh but I guess, <laughs> like, if y'all are keeping track of that, like, it's just... <laughs> I'm, like, I'm not done with my last na- NaNoWriMo project. Uh, <laughs> we're gonna say I... No Nut November. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I actually, uh... <laughs> It's been a no nut twenty twenty. <laughs> um. Oh, yeah. Last NaNoWriMo, it was like, all right, cool, we're all here, and now I feel like the stakes are raised. I feel like there is now a precedent that has been set by my dumbass. Yeah. We need to like, in because we're not together. Like, there's no way that we can like physically hold each other accountable. I feel like. I need to be on a constant call, Skype call with you <laughs> from when the clock strikes midnight on November 1st to the last day of November. I can't remember if it's a 30 or a 31st. It's a 30. There we go. My brain, using my brain. Uh, yeah, I need to be held accountable around the clock, literally. Thanksgiving Day, you're on the fucking table with your family, and you guys are all gathered around, and I'm literally propped up on an iPad, like, thanks for having me here. I'm just here to hold Liz into a digital chokehold, so that way she doesn't get too comfortable, Uh, and she always remembers that she has an obligation. (laughs) That is so funny. 50,000 words. My Monday, my... I was gonna say my birthday is the Monday of that week. <laughs> so, oh my god! Uh, really happy twenty fifth birthday to me. Uh, <laughs> you better be fucking writing. You still have twenty five thousand words, bitch. So you better get on with this shit. <laughs> oh my god! Can I like start from where I left off? Yeah. Yeah, really? it's, it's pretty lenient, the, the rules. It's just 50,000 new words. So if you already have a project going, you can just pick up where you left off and, and keep it going. Oh, great. Okay, so maybe I'll do that. And maybe in, like, at least 20 years, I'll have a book written. <laughs> <laughs> Ma'am, how many words do you think go into a book? How long is this book that you're writing? 
Jesus it shouldn't Christ. be that long. That's why I thought that I'd be done with it by now. But <laughs> <laughs> I support it. I support it. Um, Thank you. Thanks. So yeah, that anxiety is kicking in, but that's okay because new month, new month. <laughs> Yeah, I'm like entering full on depressy mode uh, <laughs> beginning today because <laughs> because I'm sorry. we're supposed depressy to depressy was like it was a depressy mode for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it's it's actually Aaron's tipping point uh, right now. We're uh, we're supposed to be in Montreal uh, this evening. Yeah. For a music festival. Oh my god! You, so you also got that notification about a flight? <laughs> no, I didn't get the had... notification. Oh, I just okay. like have been staring at the calendar, longingly, going, "Oh, my uh, Microsoft calendar had set a reminder for catch a flight this morning at nine fifty a.m. for before we had our tickets refunded." So I it, apparently Microsoft did not get the fucking memo. And I was like, no, I'm not boarding a plane at 9.50 this morning. I am uh, working from home. I'm so sad. Anyway, uh, hopefully next year we'll be in Montreal. RIP Montreal. I'm sorry that <laughs> you don't exist in a corporeal form until we get there. So we couldn't have for we, another. <laughs> we couldn't have even gotten in if we tried. Oh, yeah, absolutely not. they have no right to let us in like we have no right to go into canada so i i get it but i'm also just canada canada deadass put a ban on all travel that's not like business travel yeah they were like if you're canadian you can come back but other than that y'all stay the fuck away and i don't blame them so you know what i'm staying the fuck away i guess i guess (laughs) Until next year. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, Aaron, I have a question. Liz. Oh, what's your question? Um, do you ever surf the World Wide Web? No, actually, what is a oh. World Wide Web? Oh. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, I have, yes, a, I have very, another question. I have another. <laughs> I have another Don't question. Okay. Yeah. What's, what's have you ever <laughs> have you ever read a comic? <laughs> I'm illiterate. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, I've read comics <laughs> and I have been on the internet. <laughs> have you ever thought to combine the two and read comics about the internet? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you would read- be surprised. Uh, about reading comics about the internet yeah i've also read comics about the internet actually <laughs> it is like kind of weird uh but yeah oh uh if you anyway. haven't guessed it by this point our fucking topic of the week is going to be uh comics on web comics yeah web hell yeah i like web comics and here's why they're accessible Period. <laughs> you don't have to pay money to read them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so I feel like maybe some you do have to pay money f- to read them, but there are a lot out there that you don't have to pay shit. And you know what? That's great. Love that. Because Love that. Th- 
you know what? Everyone should be able to read anything whenever they want to eat it. And eat it? Big, big, I said read it. Did I say oh. eat it? <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Sorry, I'm fat. And all I can think about is eating. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, yeah, you know what? Big corporations like Amazon and Audible and Barnes and Noble who are listening to this podcast, stop gatekeeping literature from people. Stop it. Stop. <laughs> Enough. Let, let the people read. Yeah. That's why Shireen... That's why our friend Shreen has only ever read Holes, and that's the only book she's ever read, is because <laughs> every, <laughs> all the other books in the world have been gatekeeped <laughs> from her. Oh my god. <laughs> Shireen, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> she, she does not listen to this podcast. <laughs> Ma'am. Honestly, yeah, I do agree that webcomics are super accessible. I have only heard of paying for webcomics when they are uh, specifically, like, early access stuff um, and, like, perks and benefits. But in terms of, like, actually being able to read the comic and read the bulk of the work that is being put out, 99% of it is pretty much free online, which is really great. Um, This is, like, a really... I was going to say, I was just thinking in terms of, like, Patreons and... Stuff like oh, that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Sorry to interrupt. Uh, keep going. Yeah. Um. No, I was just going to say that, like, uh, everything that we kind of take for granted, I guess, about the internet is that, like, there's a lot of stuff that is free and that there are a lot of resources. Um, and I think the, like, emergence of comics in an online space is, like, a super interesting, super weird, um, and a pretty long history, actually, when you think about it, like, it's just such an intrinsically uh, tied experience. And I don't think a lot of people realize just, like, how ingrained comics are to our internet experience. Like, so much of comic, like, what could be considered comic work just goes into memes. Like, the amount of memes that are just comics are... Right. It's actually kind of insane, like, when you think about it. Like, there is such a wide range from like full blown color painted panels in these works to like the most simple ass shit in the entire world rendered in like three seconds. And all of it is just like a a hodgepodge everywhere. And like you get all kinds of stuff coming out um, and all kinds of stories told. Um, But yeah, it's like a, it's a really wide genre when you really think about it. Right. That That is really interesting to think about. I didn't think of it in terms of, like, the, you know, the traditional setup of a meme. Mm-hmm. Um, because, like, it's true. Because I'm just thinking about, like, you know, the relic memes. Like, the memes that were out in, like, 2000, 2009, 2008. Like, those, like, weird ones of that guy, like, spitting out cereal. And <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Like, what is, I do. Like, what are I those, do. It, what are those called? Those are called something. <laughs> um... I, I'm not sure what you're uh, alluding to in terms of their name. I know that, like, that's the kind of stuff that you would find on, like, a specific meme website um, that you would jump onto before it all got conglomerated into, like, a nine gag kind of situation. Um, right. But I think that, like, meme comics are also valid and very, very strange and also 
I am thinking specifically about how comics also then turn into memes because, um, do you know the control alt delete meme that I'm referencing? The one where it's like lost.png? Uh, I think so. Yeah, it's the one where he, like, the main character, it's like a video game based webcomic, or yeah, 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 it was a comic off their website, and they literally. Uh, he jumps into the hospital. There's no words on the panel, but it's four of them. He jumps into the hospital, and then he goes over to the nurse, and she points him to a bed, and he's looking at his wife, who had just miscarried their child, and it's literally just titled Lost.png, or whatever it is. And it just, like, that has become such a memed item and the fact that it all came from this like long form comic that was built over the years based off of stupid video game memes it's just like <laughs> yeah it, it's a feedback <laughs> loop it feeds into itself and i love it i love it i absolutely adore it that's so funny my favorite this has not well it kind of has to do with comic memes but one of my favorite memes is the one where it's like that man wakes up in a hospital bed and he's like, oh, my God, I just woke up from yes! my coma. I hope I didn't miss. And then mine, my favorite ones of that is, like, the art historical ones. And it's always, like, got the long-ass description that it's like, I hope I didn't miss this ancient Greek Rome, ancient Greek pot, piece of pottery found in 400 BC <laughs> under the Roman cathedral in Cologne, Germany. And then the nurse is like, don't worry, sir, that greek pottery from 400 bc found under the whatever in germany is actually in the mets collection and if you go to gallery who whatever you can go see it (laughs) holy shit anyway i love i love it it's so niche (laughs) in case you're wondering what my sense of humor is like (laughs) oh my god um so what I wanted to talk about was how web comics kind of evolved, not just like in terms of internet history and Western internet history, but specifically Korean history. Because here's the thing, like cool comics uh, in a Western sense, you're thinking DC, Marvel, but in terms yeah. of the East, it's all what we call manga or manhwa, uh, manhwa mm-hmm. being like the Korean version of it. So my parents grew up on manhwa and my dad was reading a lot of the stuff that was coming in from Japan because a lot of that was like the shonen genre being like a lot more male oriented, very actiony, um, that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. But my mom was reading a lot of romance manhwa, which was like native to Korea. There were Korean artists drawing out mostly what would be considered, uh, the shoujo genre, which is like, uh, geared towards girls and young women and like, mostly like romances and they're cheesy as shit um but my parents had grown up with this and then with the advent of the internet koreans had kind of come out the gate with this like concept of a cartoon that you read specifically in a browser or on your phone and it Mm. was meant to like uh emulate a manhwa experience but like optimized to the browser it was in which was a super unique concept Like, the fact that they were like, okay, we want to make comics, but we want to make it so you can read it on your phone or on the computer is, like, super new concept. Like, it's not really done before, and they kind of took it and ran with it. 
um, leading to a whole series of really, really successful webcomics to the point where they were making Korean dramas and movies and all kinds of adaptations of these webcomics just because of how popular they got in Korea. Um, oh, cool. So this has been happening for a lot longer than... Um, than in the West, where I feel like here now we're reaching a point where, like, within the last 10 years, we have had and seen um, a lot of different webcomics pop up, whereas this has been happening in Korea slowly over um, a couple more decades than, you know, we're used to. So um, by the time we were starting to get comics and websites that were dedicated to comics, Korea was already on that kind of phase. Um, what we have now are um, apps that kind of deliver these stories directly. Um, the most popular one being Webtoon, which is run by Naver. Um, mm. I'm, I'm familiar with that, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's 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 become a more popular um, app, especially now that it's available in English and for, you know, in the West. Uh, but mm -hmm. I actually downloaded Webtoon because a couple years ago, my mom had the app on her iPad. Like, she would literally just binge read all these webcomics. And I was like, Mom, what are you doing? Like, what are you reading? Where are you getting all yeah. of this? And she's like, oh, it's this app called Webtoon. And so I downloaded it a couple years ago. Um, not I, I downloaded it in Korean, so I, I had no idea what was going on. I didn't really understand <laughs> anything, but I was like, this is cool as a concept. Like, this is really cool. Um, now it's in English, and it's super cool, and I love it so much. It's a really great p platform. Um, and I'm a big fan of a bunch of ones, but the one that I'm going to be talking about today is one called Lore Olympus. Are you familiar, Liz? No. What is it called? Lore Olympus? Yeah, L-O-R-E Olympus. Oh, cool. No, I am not familiar. It is so... Tell me about it. <laughs> I think it's really good. I uh, really love the art style of it. It's very uh, strong in terms of its colors, and it's, like, dynamic, and, like, it... I think that it's really a fun adaptation of the classic myth of uh, Hades and Persephone. It, uh, its first season is fully out, and by the time this episode is out, it'll just be starting its second season, so no better time to jump in than now. Um, it it's so cute. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, I think it's really, really good. It takes a lot of, like, it adapted the story into modern times while also adapting a lot of the modern kind of practicality behind it. Like it makes, uh, it takes a lot of these concepts that we find in our classical myths and say, okay, well, let's reimagine it as how it would be in the modern world. And given that our modern world has different sensibilities than in ancient Greece, a lot of these myths are being retold in a different kind of way and it's it subverts your expectations and i think it does a really good job of like applying these practices and saying like okay if this person was like real there is some logic to it because these are people and, and they have decision making to make and you know there are contradictions but there are also um you know a set of characteristics that go with it so it is a little bit of a simplification if you're looking for like a holistic and honest retelling of the stories like this is not it 
but it's it's interesting. It like dives into some really serious stuff in the later, uh, in the later episodes, or, or I guess the uh, the the story in the chapters. But yeah, it's it's really good. I highly recommend it. Um, the style gets better as you go along too. So oh, really. Um, it starts off and it's like sometimes um, the anatomy is a little bit wonky or like you can tell that it's just a little bit rough. Um, but Rachel Smythe definitely had like a very clear vision going into it. And I think that you can see where maybe like the skill is not quite where it ought to be. At least she put in that effort to like try and convey this message across. So I really respect her for that. And she later hires some um, some artists to help her. So there's a little bit more um, consistency and quality. Um, and I really do think that it's, um, it's just a fun time. I really had a great time reading season one back when it was coming out. And I'm super excited for season two. I totally forgot that it was uh, on a break. And now that it's coming back, I'm like, hell yeah, can't wait to read this shit all over again. That's so exciting. This looks so cool. I like literally just downloaded the app so that I could read it. <laughs> I'm like not kidding. Yes. Yes. Oh my God. I'm wow. excited. Wow. I don't know. This is so cool. Like I realized, I did realize that like there was a, a realm this big of like web comics, but and now I'm looking at this app and I'm like, oh, it is big. Is big. Yeah. Um, it's exciting. Yeah, there's a lot on here. Some are, like, native to Korea that just got translated. Some of them are original works. There's a lot of really cool stories being told. Um, there is one that was a runner-up for me that is also on this app called Webtoon. Um, and the the name of the comic itself is called Gather Ye Power. Okay. Um, and that one is more of like that shonen kind of like action uh oriented uh kind of style uh but it's that one's also very very good um that one is just in the beginning phases of the story being told so like uh there's not a lot to talk about when it comes to the plot so i didn't want to bring it up but um definitely that one is also worth a read and i can't wait to see how the story evolves but like I said, Lore Olympus, it, it, there's already a full season out, so it's great. Um, and it's so surprisingly easy to binge, like, read all of this because you just keep scrolling on your phone and it never stops. I just keep scrolling. Like, <laughs> it's real bad. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, yeah, I feel like it's kind of like f- fan fiction in a way where it's like you read like a 60,000 word fan fiction and then you like get to the end and you're like how did i do this <laughs> i i you know it's bad when you press entire work cuz you don't want to keep waiting for the next <laughs> chapter to load and that's how i knew i was like in it bad because i would see like a 200,000 word fic and i'd be like all right entire work let's go that let's is, just do it <laughs> yeah that's so funny that was like me at my prime of fan fiction reading mm-hmm. and like now i am old and gray and like <laughs> It takes me a lot of, like, mental willpower to be like, I'm going to read fan fiction. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I'm excited. Yeah. I'm going to read it. Hell yeah. You can, um, I think the other thing 
a couple of other points that I wanted to make was that, um, first of all, this comic has a lot of different, uh, it tackles a lot, um, but I love that, like, every single woman, like, they all have a different shape, they don't look the same, they're all very distinct and different, and then every single man looks just like a himbo, and I'm like, yes, I'm here for <laughs> it, I love it, you love to see it. Um, (laughs) love that. I love the way that all the women are just like so dynamic and amazing. And like, there is diversity amongst the, uh, the men, like you can definitely tell them apart, but, uh, it's, it's just endlessly funny to me, um, that they're all just like kind of dumb and uh, hilarious. Um, and then the other thing that I really liked about, uh, lore olympus is that like it's not trying so hard to make this like super complicated plot like it's not Mm. creating this whole uh mystery or anything there is some mystery and there is some stuff that like later on gets revealed but it's not hard to follow so i was able to read this over the course of like a couple months like i didn't immediately start and just like uh, binge read it i actually like just continuously read it for a little while and like kind of picked up a couple pieces here and there but it's like so easy to keep up with it and like not have it be such a overwhelming thing like I feel like when I read a book sometimes I have to like go back 50 pages just to like put myself back into the mindset of whatever was happening whereas like this is such a visual medium and like the plot's pretty linear so you're able to like read it over the course and even in the middle of the uh of the comic um i noticed that the webtoon app is pretty good about keeping your place when you're reading so if you log out or something it's pretty good about like keeping your place i don't know the app's really good and a lot of the comics are good so it makes for a really really nice experience Right. I was going to say, you were talking about how it's, like, easy to follow and, like, it's not trying hard, in a sense. Like, Mm -hmm. it's not trying to, like, prove itself. I think, like, especially with, like, fantasy graphic novels, I, like, have the experience of, like, having a published graphic novel and, like, reading, like, the first three volumes of it and then, like, putting it down because it like tries too hard to Mm -hmm. be this like really great kind of in-depth deep intense thing but it's also it's kind of like i don't know it's a graphic novel brother (laughs) (laughs) it doesn't have to be that deep like i've read some i've read some pretty good graphic novels that are just like base basic i guess not basic but like the plot doesn't have to be insane yeah i think people i I read this post that was like honestly the biggest plot twist is when what i expect actually happens and i think that there's (laughs) something to be said about like a story actually following its linear narrative like these stories are still good you don't have to have a crazy stupid plot twist and a convoluted ass plot if it doesn't make sense like yeah I think there comes like a a, you know a hoity-toininess or like a superiority complex with graphic with published graphic novels Mm -hmm. um like not not to call anyone out but like Brian this 
So this guy named Brian K. Vaughn, who is the author of the saga graphic novel series. Um, he also has another graphic novel series called Why mm-hmm. the Last Man. And, like, I feel like he's kind of held to this, like, super high standard of creating this, like, really, like, good and intense and likable narrative. Mm-hmm. And so that, like, every other graphic novel series is kind of, like, trying to be as good as saga or as good as why the last man and there are some pretty really good ones out there but i feel like i don't know it they could get they get a little (laughs) hoity-toity a little bit mm, in over your head yeah (laughs) but that's cool thanks aaron yeah anytime so what the art the web oh uh, I was going to say the art style of Laurel Olympus is so pretty. I love it. I'm literally obsessed with it. Like, I I don't know. It's just very, they're very expressive. The characters are so uh, wrapped up and you get really deeply connected to Persephone and her, uh, like, the events that she goes through. And it just, like, it feels very palatable, everything that she does. So this is, like, it's definitely a style that I have not seen in such dramatic flair um yeah it really is it's like so contrasted and like the color theory mwah mwah (laughs) yeah it's really (laughs) it's really nice so it's it's super cool i highly recommend it and it's super easy just just pick up the app no problem (laughs) pick up the app and you can get reading (laughs) that's so funny yeah my web comic mm-hmm. um, is a series written and illustrated by um, Alice Osman, who is an author and an artist. And she has um, a bunch of young adult books out. She has one. Her first book out is called Solitaire. Um, and this this webcomic is actually kind of a spinoff of that novel and it follows these two characters called Nick and Charlie and they're high school students and Nick is this out queer boy in his high school and he you know he dates boys and he is just living his life and he makes friends with this kid named Charlie and the two of them end up falling in love and it follows, you know, their story about, you know, coming to terms with Charlie's sexuality and, um, you know, dating and like having this attraction that like one of the characters is really confused about and then Mm -hmm. like the bravery of coming out and like how his family's going to react and how their friends are going to react and also kind of like you know nick actually i think i mix them up sorry i think nick is the one who has to come out and charlie's the one who's out already um but charlie has like some uh, mental health mental illnesses like he's really depressed and he's anxious so it's kind of like dealing with that but it's really sweet and it's really cute and it was actually started on Alice Osman's Tumblr. Oh. 
Interesting. Which her Tumblr, her Tumblr name is Chronic Introvert. And like, I don't know how I started following her, but I started following her not because of this webcomic or because of her other stuff. Like, it was just one of those blogs that I just so happened to follow, like, when I was in <laughs> in in the depth of Tumblr when I was young. Um, and then she was, like, actually in the process of writing her second book, second or third book, which is called uh, Radio Silence. Mm-hmm. And I remember being like, oh, shit, like that's really cool that she's an author and that she's like writing something. So like Mm -hmm. when I went on her blog, I was just like looking around and she had a link to this web series and I was like, Oh, this is really cool. And at the time, like I didn't really commit to reading it. Like I read like the first two or three chapters and I was like, Oh, okay, this is cute. But like, I don't think I'm going to keep reading it. Um, Mm -hmm. But it was published actually as um, three books the amount of Ooh. the amount of work that she had done was had been published into three books, which like I, you could argue that like this technically isn't a webcomic anymore because it's been traditionally published. But like it still exists on the Web. It has its own Tumblr now where she updates it regularly. So it's oh. not like it's over. Like it's still going. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's so cool. Yeah. So the the Tumblr for the comic that is currently still going is called heartstoppercomic.tumblr and it has from chapter one to the most recent chapter and uh you can read everything and the style is so cute and it's just so sweet to read about two little gay boys in love and figuring out (laughs) figuring out you know their sexuality and you know, trying to get through high school. It's so sweet. Oh my god, I'm gonna cry. <laughs> um, but yeah, I have the I have the um, published editions, and I am obsessed. Ooh. I read all three of them in like two days. I was like binging them. I was like, this is so good. I also oh cried god. every edition. <laughs> I. You know what? That's the other thing is that like Tumblr has a shit ton of artists on there and like a shit ton of uh, web comics that are just publicly available. Like there are these entire blogs that just have such bodies of work and it's crazy. There's so much on Tumblr too. There are so many artists that are just putting content out there on Tumblr. It's crazy. Yeah. It's literally Wild. crazy. And it's just like I don't know it's so wild that like it's it's a trash website but it it's also such a gateway to like putting your work out there and like being recognized Mm -hmm. and like I don't know Alice Oseman was this like very young like I think she was just like straight out of school like really fresh and was like on Tumblr you know promoting her book and like talking about the next book and like posting these web comics and now she's like, her book Radio Silence is huge. People love that book. It is yeah, literally. I was gonna say I recognize the cover. It's all over the like BookTube community. It's like, uh, it's kind of crazy. Yeah, and that's wild that you just followed her, just as like a whim, not even like yeah. oh yeah, I recognize <laughs> your work and like I'm a big fan. I'm gonna follow. Like no, yeah, you're cool. You're cool. You got good vibes. <laughs> 
<laughs> I think it was definitely I think it was definitely the vibes because like back then I would be like, Oh, you like post like flowers and like really pretty interiors. Okay, I'll follow you. Like and my standards <laughs> were <laughs> very simple. <laughs> mm, same. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. I love it. Oh I literally God. love it. I love that. I also love the LGBT representation. Give me all of that. Yes. Um, yeah. I love that it's she's also... continuing it, too, which is wild. Oh, same. And she's, like, continuing it and yet still posting it online for free. You know? Right? <coughs> oh, are you Sorry. Good? I'm good. I'm just choking on my own spit. <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like, I feel so often that, like, you know, once you, once an artist or uh, an author has something published that they tend to make, like, the continuation of it not very accessible. Like, they're kind of like, oh, I'm finally getting paid for this thing, so why would I keep giving this to you for free? I think also, like, publishing houses have a lot to do with that. Like, they, uh, their prerogative is not to give shit out for free. Yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know what else I was going to say. Oh, I was <laughs> going to say that um, not only is it just following... Like, the webcomic, like, follows Nick and Charlie pretty intensely. With, like, they're the, you know, main characters are the protagonists. But, right. like, they also have a, a ton of friends um, that are really complex and like Mm -hmm. that's really exciting to see because it's like okay they have you know a friend who's bisexual and is dating a woman and like her girlfriend is a lesbian and then like they have another friend who you know last year she identified as a as a male and now this year she is female identifying and like they transition she transitioned over the summer Mm -hmm. and like their their straight friend is kind of like well I find her really attractive but I'm kind of conflicted about this because I don't know how I feel about whatever so it's like other characters have this like depth and complexity that I love so much I love it so much it sounds like there is like opportunity to really grow and expand on a wider set of characters than you would for I feel like a lot of other mediums uh, is are limited in that way like you have no ability to really do that with a traditional book or a movie or a show like there's no way you can get that deep into everyone's story without like it just becoming inundated with it whereas like this is like an opportunity to just like passively take as much as you want in if that makes sense, like, you're almost able to kind of, like, cherry-pick your own experience with it, and for that reason, I feel like the artist slash author gets to have this chance to, like, do a lot, but not have to, like, bore or kind of bog down their work in that kind of way. Like, I feel like the way that webcomics are able to kind of, uh, specifically webcomics, are able to, like, dedicate episodes to things that, like, maybe don't matter to some people, but some people are going to give a lot of a shit about. So they're like, yeah, let's just deep dive into this. Who cares? It's my thing. Oh yeah. (laughs) She does like, she does like spinoffs on the other characters as well. Um, And like in the published editions of this webcomic, they have like their own little section in the back and it's like, oh, we're going to like 
look at Darcy and her girlfriend's little story for a little bit. Aww. Or like, oh, we're going to look at this other guy's story. So it's like, it is nice that like that exists. And like the reader does have a choice whether or not they want to read it or not. Like mm-hmm. you don't have to be involved with Darcy if you don't want to be. <laughs> There's still, like, that main story to go along, but also these, like, extra bonus bits that you would probably not get if it were just, like, a TV show or a movie. Right, right. Love to see it. Have you, we love did you to read see the it. comic, uh, or have you heard of the hockey one, uh, Check, Please? Uh, what? that sounds so familiar. Check, please. It's that... Uh, it's the the kid who's gay who like oh yeah joins the hockey team yeah it was really cute and it was pretty big back when Tumblr was really really popping off. It's it's so cute. It's really cute. I did not want to talk about it only because I didn't finish it, so I have no idea how it ends. Um, but I did keep up with the first two, I guess seasons. Um, and it was I love so. It adorable i was literally crying i did not expect to get so sucked into this universe but it was (laughs) incredible like i i i don't give a shit about sports 99 percent of the time i don't care i didn't know anything about hockey prior to reading that webcomic but it is both accessible in terms of like explaining hockey to me in a way that not like i ended up giving a shit for a little while and then i was like i can't care about hockey like this is not I can't do this, but it's right, good. Right. It's also very gay, and I love it. Um, and I remember back I... when it was coming out, it like the author slash artist, I mean, one and the same in this case, um, they would also, um, she would put up like these Twitter accounts to be like, Biddy is tweeting. And I, it was like part of the experience to like follow those Aww. Twitter accounts and follow those tweets as the updates were coming. It was so That good. is so sweet. That's so sweet. Um, I don't think I've ever experienced a genre of, like, entertainment that is so gay and has so much, like, queer representation than I have yes. with graphic novels. Graphic novels and, like, comics and webcomics, like, are so, like, have the greatest representation I have ever seen. And have ever experienced. Wait. Like, it drives me crazy. Because it's like, there are a lot of really good LGBT books out there. Like, actual written books. Right. Um, There are no good... If you can please recommend me one (laughs) good, like, adult fiction gay book that's decent... Please, I'm begging you because I have yet to find one that is like good. Where? Where is it? Um, I I don't know. I don't know. And it's I, driving me crazy. Yeah, it's always YA. It's always uh either supernatural or like a coming out story when they're in school and I'm like where's the adult coming to terms with their gender when they feel like it's too late or I don't know, like anything else, anything else, please. Except for this weird ass smut that exists in the world. It's so bizarre. It's like this, the adult smut is like so unnecessary and like exactly what you're saying, Aaron, like uh, give me something worthwhile reading, please. (laughs) Sometimes I feel even with YA like written LGBT literature it's always like 
I feel like there's always something that like makes me finish the book and be like, mm, I wish that wasn't there. You know, like, uh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I think the other thing is that like, I can only read about 16 to 17 year olds, like coming to their sexuality before I'm just like, all right, I've heard this before. Can we play right. another song, please? This is a good song, but I want another one. Thanks. Yeah, I think it's I think it's that. And also, like, I read one that I remember being so psyched about because it was, like, it's it's called The, the Upside of Unrequited by Becky Albertelli, who's the one who wrote um, Love, Simon, or Simon oh, versus the Homo yeah. Sapien Agenda. And, like, I was so psyched about it because it was, like... Um, oh, you know, the main character is bisexual and, like, has come to terms with her sexuality, yet has never had a relationship and has only been on, you know, has only experienced unrequited love. And, like, Ooh. at the point of, at the point of my life that I had read that book, I was like, I am an identifying bisexual woman. I have never had a relationship and I also low-key have been on the side of unrequited love. So, like, this book this book is going to be good for me. And I'm going to be very excited to read this and, like, experience this representation. Um, mm -hmm. And I read it, and it was decent, but it w was also, like, her friends being really shitty to her. And her, like, uh, falling in love with this, like, shitty love interest. And, oh. like, it, it was just, like... It made me so sad. I was like, I want this to be more than it is. Yeah. Oh, it's such a promising premise. And uh, I hate that. I hate how, like, gay novels are all just like, yeah, and here's how my straight friends and family reacted to it. And I'm like, I do not care about them. I care about you. What's right. in your heart, homie? Like, I... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it... Uh, That's... It, it's like, yes, it is representation. And yes, it is kind of the reality that a lot of us face. But at the same right. time. <laughs> if I'm, I'm living story. it, <laughs> if I'm living it, like, I don't want to be reading about it as well. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I get it. Uh, you are pointing the mirror at me and laughing. <laughs> I can hear it. But I don't need that. I don't need that. You know what I need? Just a good little soft little story. Just, just one that's good and not very, very sad. Please, I'm begging Literally. you. <laughs> Stop killing your gay characters. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, adult uh, fiction gets, uh, like, the straight characters get such interesting premises. And they are so good. And I, I, I just want that where they're attracted to someone other than a man. Yeah. <sighs> I will say that um, I, I read this one book called Red, White, and Royal Blue. Have you read it? No, but I have gotten about 600 recommendations for that book. It's it's really good. It is a good example. Okay, I take it back. I've read one good gay book for adults. Um, is it and for that's adults? I, I don't know. It like teeters the border of like being for adults for and young adult. I would say that maybe it leans a little bit more towards young adult, but it also is like, I don't know. Okay. I feel like it could go either way. Oh, okay. I mean, that's fair. That's a fair assessment. It's a hard line to kind of define. Uh, 
when it comes to like if it's written really well, it's like almost like is this too good for YA? <laughs> <laughs> I think I think maybe that's what it is because it's like written really well and like deals with a lot of things really well. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but it's also not explicit. But it's oh, also like not young adult. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. That's fair. That's fair. I get that. But yeah, I've I've gotten like so many recommendations for that book that everyone says that it's amazing and it's totally worth a read. Um so it's definitely on my list. I uh just moved out though, so I only have uh, about 3 books in my possession. So <laughs> I <laughs> I just don't have it. I don't have a Kindle either. I don't got no reading implement, so uh yeah that's that's unfortunately the reality that i live in but yeah as soon as i get around to it because i heard that it like is very good very sweet very handles gay very good (laughs) it is gay very good gay good yes (laughs) very good gays yes uh (laughs) yeah it is it is really good anyway (laughs) oh my god yeah uh more more gay shit um, and honestly, like, they're, um, just to get back into, like, webcomics, but, like, I right. think the big thing is that, like, webcomics are the most accessible to these stories, at least they're more, I guess, accepting of these stories, because, like, it's entirely the creator, like, the creator has full control over everything that happens, and sometimes that's, like, a really, really good thing, such as when representation actually gets to be put out there, and, like, these really, really good stories featuring, like, LGBT characters get to be put out there, um, but it can also be, like, kind of a pitfall where, like, anything goes, so you do get these, like, wild-ass uh, comics that are out there, but I think that just enhances the experience. You know, it's like a Russian roulette. Yeah, kind of kinda like a, make. It's kind of like living on the edge. It's like ah, <laughs> you never know what you're gonna get. <laughs> some there's been some really well drawn, bad plot line comic art that is out there. Like mm. it, 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 it just goes to show you that like writing is its own skill, and I think that that's an important <laughs> lesson to take away. <laughs> And we come full circle <laughs> back to NaNoWriMo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if Where you want to write your own comic, that, that also authors. counts for NaNoWriMo, just to let oh, everyone yeah. know. That's cool. I, I don't know why year. I've become like a fucking brand ambassador for <laughs> NaNoWriMo, but you know what? Here we are. Whatever. <laughs> it's fun. It's fun. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, that I think that's going to do it for us here on today's episode of Retrograde. <laughs> you can find us on Twitter at Pod Retrograde or on Instagram at Retrograde the Podcast. We, updo- we upload, Jesus, new episodes <laughs> every Monday. Um, so give us a follow and uh, we'll talk to you guys next time. Bye. Bye. <laughs> I don't know where that came from, but. What?